Okay, um, hello everyone. My name is Adenike Adebola. Welcome to my first episode, the first episode of my Renewable Energy podcast. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about, um, how do I say, it's going to be an introduction. Why did I decide to do this podcast? What are we expecting? So why? Why did I decide? I decided to set to start off on this podcast because um, I've been doing a lot of reading on the energy transition, renewable energy, what can I do both in my personal life and my professional life to help the world ensure that we don't go extinct based on the alleged issues related to climate change and uh, how the energy we deploy can help us, save us from ourselves. Uh, so basically, that's it. I'm, I'm actually a technical safety engineer, uh, so I work in the energy industry already. Currently, oil and gas, but I'm looking, I hope to expand my reach to every, uh, every part of the energy space, including renewable energy. Um, so I'm going to pause. Okay, so um, I'm back. Thanks for um, staying with me. So, uh, yeah, so uh, why? Why? I already said. So, what am I going to be sharing? I'm going to be sharing about how I, as an individual, in my personal life, what I'm doing to help halt the race to, would I say, Armageddon as a person, what you can practically do to help us save our planet, they would say. And uh, I'll also share what I'm learning professionally. And it kind of reminds me of a conversation I had with one of my siblings, I, well, my brother. And he was like, come, auntie, come. Why are you packing? Why are you like, taking course upon course upon course? It's like, you have plenty of money. And I was like, no, I really want to understand the issues so that I know where I can play. I know where my strength is. And um, so I've taken a few courses in uh, renewable energy. I've been doing a lot of reading. Thankfully, in my workplace, uh, there's a community that I've joined where I'm learning more. I've signed up to become uh, a sustainability champion because I want to really, really do something. I know there are a lot of people that believe that, oh, it's all a scam, it's all from the uh, liberal left. And I wish I could say that it's a total lie, but I don't think, I believe there's there's a bit of propaganda involved here. But I believe there's an issue that needs to be addressed anyway. Uh, we've seen physical evidences of climate change. So I don't think it should be ignored, but I believe it should be addressed responsibly. And uh, one thing, I remember doing one of the engagements we had in my workplace. And um, one of the things that I had raised was that it seems like the, there's a particular sect that seem to have their voice louder than everyone else's and it seems like they are driving us to make decisions out of fear and I'm not comfortable with that however they will continue to have uh, how do I say they will continue to have uh, be able to do that uh, unless people that are reasonable that are able to look at the issue dispassionately step into the space as well understand the issues weed out, sieve out what is propaganda and what is real and address the real issues. Otherwise, we are all going to be 
pushed by people that probably have an agenda. But I believe that there's a real issue of climate change that needs to be addressed. We need to really talk about sustainability. We need to make sure that we are not driven by uh, those that have an agenda, but we still need to address the issue. So for me, I want to step up and do what I can to be one of the sane voices or let's say the John the Baptist that is crying in the wilderness saying, prepare ye a way for the Lord. So that's kind of what I'm looking at doing with this podcast as well. So I really will be focusing a bit more on what you can do as a person, but I'll definitely be touching it up with what people can do professionally, particularly for those that have uh, roles to play professionally in helping us live sustainably. I think that's the word. So let me go into the gist part. I guess that's the one that uh, gist seems to be one of my strengths. So uh, sometime this past week, this week, okay, we're still in the week. Today is Saturday. Uh, so uh, sometimes this week, I, I got a video from one of my workplace WhatsApp groups. And uh, for me, I, the first thought that came to my mind was like, oh, the propaganda people have come again. But you know, I kind of cursed and I gave it a bit more thought. But let me gist you about the video. So in that video, you know, there were, it looked like there was going to be a UN conference. There were people from all over the world. I honestly felt they were about to throw shades at the Nigerian president because I'd been seeing a couple of memes and all where they were asking if he was photoshopped in. So that was where my mind went initially. And honestly, till I watched the video till the end, that's what I really thought the video was about. But it was, I'll let you judge when I finish. So the, uh, everyone was seated. Everyone seemed ready to go. And then suddenly, so, uh, there's someone slash something opened the door. I know everyone turns to look that who is that because it seemed like everyone was complete. They were about to start the conference. I know after a bit of suspense, an animal kind of looked like an animal to me, but I was like, what kind of animal is this? He walked in and walked, walked through the aisle. Got to, and everyone was afraid. I was like, these people, they have mind. You really sat there and waited till this thing got to the front. Me that as it passed the aisle like this, I've gone out. But anyway, they managed to sit down and they waited till they got to the front. And the guy in front, he turned to the guy and was, I think he said something like, are you ready? And I was like, with a scared look, yes, 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 yes. So the animal goes on and takes the stage, takes, mounts the podium, and then goes on to talk about uh, how they how dinosaurs went extinct i don't believe in dinosaurs anyway so that was one of the issues i had with the video and i was like hmm, propaganda people but anyway so the uh the animal which finally turned out to be a dinosaur was like what's wrong with you world what's wrong with you people people are here still trying to decide whether to continue subsidizing fossil fuels or not and uh, that dinosaurs didn't even do as much before they went extinct that at least in their own case it wasn't their own fault but so it kind of was like that in subsidizing fossil fuels 
we are kind of rushing our planet to our species to extinction and uh, initially I was just going to trash the whole video into the can and say oh this is the left propaganda but then I kind of calmed down and I told myself that yeah there's a lot of propaganda in particularly because of the we are going towards uh, COP26 as in we'll soon have COP26 I think it's starting by next week or so uh, so honestly when the dinosaur came until the very end I was expecting them to probably the dinosaur to change and return to be a Nigerian president because nobody should report me to him it's just that people have been shading him too much so it kind of stuck in my brain so anyway that's the gist for me I believe there's there's heavy propaganda in that video however there's a bit of truth in it we can do something to save to live sustainably we need to look at our behavior as humans our consumption patterns the way we use energy we need to look at it I don't believe that we need to fully phase out fossil fuels immediately because I, I just feel like even if we can I think we can still go ahead with uh, producing fossil fuels or decarbonizing and uh, so uh, I feel where I feel the propaganda is coming from is that right now the reason why fossil fuels seem to have the edge over uh, other for alternative sources of energy is that it's currently still cheaper to to process fossil fuels but by the time you put in the cost of decarbonization that is making sure that you take out the carbon dioxide which is the real issue it, it doesn't it doesn't quite come the comparison between or the advantage it has other alternative sources of energy then reduces but what that does is that it increases the cost of producing energy whether it's through fossil fuels or alternative sources and who is going to bear that it's eventually going to go back to the ultimate consumer you and i so that's the part that the left does not talk to us about because in introducing all of those carbon credits it is they what they're doing is that they're not making energy expensive whether it's fossil fuels or alternative energy in the bid to make uh, alternative energies compete with fossil fuels as opposed to the other way which is to find ways to make uh, the alternative sources cheaper I know that's where a couple where I don't blame those that say that there's a propaganda behind and it's a heavily funded one because uh, I would think that we should be focusing more on how to crash energy prices instead of looking for how to raise one so that they are, they are both expensive so for me that thinking it needs to be reorganized we need to think about it properly and instead because what happens is that if you make energy costs higher cost of production is going to go up it's the poor people that are going to suffer eventually so the question now is do we want to suffer now hoping that it will be better tomorrow but Still making some people richer because the people that have invested in alternative energy are, are going to be richer as in yeah they can say they are helping the world or whatever but at whose expense so for some so that's where I don't blame people that say that there's propaganda there because it feels that way but I know that there's a real issue of climate change that seems to be getting lost in all of the propaganda talk 
So we should be talking more about how do we crash, how do we make alternative energy cheaper, not how to make fossil fuel fuels, uh, fuel production more expensive. So for me, that's where I believe there's a disconnect. We need to have that real conversation. What can we do? And uh, so I, I, I was thinking I should go, I should talk about that in another podcast, just so that you people will be able to know that I'm really studying. So the question that I would like to hear an answer from you is what can we do to crash energy prices and still keep uh, the production sustainable? What do you think we can do? Because currently, the cost, of the, the cheap energy is the fossil fuel, the one that is cheaper. And even that is not much cheaper, it's actually also expensive. And the current efforts are trying to make it even more expensive to uh, produce fossil fuels because we are, they are trying to make it more expensive so that alternative energy sources look like the better option. I think we should be going the other way, looking for how to crash energy prices, particularly alternative energy source uh, energy prices, so that it goes lower than the current cost of producing fossil fuels. So I would like to hear from you. What do you think we can do? to bring them down. We are still going to talk about the different types of alternative uh, energy or renewable energy sources. It is, that will be another podcast. But I might say what I would like to hear from you after listening to this podcast is what do you think we can do to bring down the prices of uh, the cost of energy to our homes, to our, what they call it, to our industries, in our businesses, and you know, there's this thing, there's something called the hard to abate sectors. Those are the ones where it's not easy to use renewable energy. So in such cases, you still have to use fossil fuels, but then you are going to have to decarbonize the fossil fuels. So it's obviously expensive. So those ones are hard to abate. So thank you for listening. I'd like to hear from you.